Welcome to the Recruiting.Technology Podcast, the best in HR automation, productivity, data, and more anywhere on these fine interwebs. Here are our hosts, Jason Roberts and Andrew Godomsky. Hi, this is Andrew Godomsky, and that is Jason Roberts. And this is Recruiting.Technology, the best in bots, automation, and all things algorithmic anywhere on the internet and Facebook. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Every once in so a while. So Jason and I are together again, and uh, we, we haven't been together since our, uh, our, uh, our shenanigans at, uh, at HR Tech in the Alio booth. Prop to, props to those guys if you haven't heard our stuff that's, that's been released on some of that. We have more coming out. But um, you know who's coming next? Doug who's Berg. Who's coming next? next? Doug Berg. That nice. Next. Tracy's yeah, was cool. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and then did you do Madeline's yet? No, because I haven't had the two hours to sit back and, uh, and listen to that whole thing that you did. <laughs> you got I got to tell you, I can't wait until we get her get her out there. I love that conversation. That was okay. like one of my yeah. top four things at HR Tech this year was talking to her for a good 40 minutes. You know, um, one of my top four things right now is. What's that? So we're on, we're on the zoom conference and I'm, and I can see like a giant stack of beanie babies behind you. Oh yeah. I got, I got all kinds of stuff. I'm in the kid's room. Right. So it's just, it's, but it's just kind of funny. Yes. I have all the beanie babies, but you know, what we should be talking about is, you know, if we're going to really geek out, we should be talking about the Mandalorian. Oh yeah. So this, this may be a, a super rare occurrence that we're having right now. Um, I think you, you may have seen something before I did. I, I think that's the case. I think I have seen a sci-fi, sci-fi series or film before you. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the Mandalorian yet. Um, it, uh, you know, it's funny. My wife doesn't, isn't interested in it, but, uh, I want to like savor this thing. It's not like I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it at night when it's dark, like pitch black, like a theater. I want to enjoy this like a full cinematic experience. So I've, I've been taking my time. There you go. It's all the things. So let's talk about all things AI. And the big story was about, about a week ago, um, a, uh, an interest, uh, a California interest group, uh, filed a complaint with the FTC. Um, you know, this is the uh, the Electronic Privacy Information Center, known as EPIC. They filed an official complaint to the FTC on HireVue's business practices, specifically around their use of artificial intelligence, which has been deemed, which they've, I'm quoting the complaint, is, is an unproven artificial intelligence system that scans people's faces and, and constitutes wide-scale threat to American workers. That's, that's, that's the quote from, from uh, the Washington Post. And, the, and, the, and I got to tell you, the complaint that was filed to the FTC, yeah. that, that was a lot harsher. <laughs> nice. So here, here's my thought. Here's my thought on this. And um, I am a former HireVue customer. I, um, I upgraded away and went to something different uh, at, at some point. And um, 
the reason I did is I started seeing uh, the video interview by itself became a bit of a commodity, right? Everybody was doing it. Mm-hmm. You had five or six players. You could go to the cheapest possible price, that sort of thing. What happened since then is there's been some consolidation, um, and then there's been some um, differentiation that's shown up, right? So consolidation in the form of, uh, let's see, Montage bought a Green Job interview um, in an acquisition along the way. Uh, we saw WePal merge with, I can't Out, remember. Outmatch, right? Outmatch. So some of these things are starting to close up. I'm surprised Spark Hire hasn't been picked up by somebody. Well, but, and then Convey, which was the old take the interview, right? Yeah. Got pulled in by Intello. Intello, yep. So right. consolidation in the market, right? The, commo- the commoditization is it has has been answered, but now the two major players are uh, Modern Hire, what was formerly called Montage, and HireView, and they've taken very different approaches, right? So um, Modern Hire decided, hey, we're going to expand our offerings. We're going to be everything you need to be. You need in order to uh, interact and assess uh, candidate. They, they merged with a, an assessment firm. They, um, they have text-based screening. You can do phone, you can do uh, video, any way that you need to interact. You can even manage face-to-face interviewing and scheduling and that sort of thing. Anything you need is in there. So that was their, their model, which I, I liked. I liked that one. HireView went super AI and they tried this thing that they're getting in a little trouble now for. And the thing that they tried was, uh, can we, the, the question was, can we read uh, someone's facial expressions to determine uh, whether or not they're being truthful, uh, determine whether they're, they're meeting the criteria of, of this interview and right. add some additional insights using AI. And I got to tell you, it just, when it, first came out it's, it's about three years old when from when they first started talking about it yeah it, this is this felt, is a couple of hr texts ago that we first saw this yeah it felt like voodoo to me when they first showed it and i was like i don't know about this thing and then here's the big problem i had whether it worked or not you've got video interviews that people are still super uncomfortable with right there's a right. certain there's a generation of people they're super uncomfortable and honestly i've done one uh not too too long ago and it feels weird feels weird to do your video interview. You're like, oh, what pictures in my house are okay? Will they be upset if they see the Captain America shield behind me? Yeah, what if they, what if they see my beanie babies? What if they no. see your beanie babies, Andrew? You're always nervous about that stuff. So it's an uncomfortable situation anyway. But then you add, by the way, Big Brother's watching you for micro expressions. And if you twitch the wrong way, we're going to say, we might say that you're lying. And you're going to fail this interview and you can't be employed now. That makes it even more uncomfortable. So I felt weird about it. Now, that's not what they said was happening. It's, but the way that I was perceiving it, I thought is, the, was the, was, is how candidates would perceive it. And right. I just thought, I don't want any part of that. Well, and, you know, a few years ago, I mean, I've been, you know, I get asked, um, what's regularly? Once a month, twice a month. Andrew, yeah. can you make a recommendation on on a video interview product, and I have my standard recommendations, but um, but typically after I make those recommendations, and you know, modern hires one and outmatches another. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to people say I'm surprised that you don't 
recommend Hireview. Yeah. And I said, well, here's the problem. The problem is, is that it's a commoditized product except for this AI part. And the thing is, is I can't get you out of trouble if, if you use their AI. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean get us out of trouble? I'm like, well, you know, I can't legally go into a courtroom and defend the position statistically because, you know, and so let's talk about that. And so, you know, what they, so based on what I know, and, and you probably know as much as I do, maybe more, is you have a company who wants to use this AI technology, this facial micro-expression technology, and they go ahead and say, well, we want to hire like a bunch of salespeople, or we want to hire a bunch of good customer service people, or, or early career hires off a of university. And so what they'll do is they'll go ahead and they'll create a, a template for, you know, of questions. And then what they'll do is they'll have their top performers in that job profile answer the same questions. And they'll come into a, like a video and they'll, they'll take the video interview. And what this thing is mapping is using what's known as computer vision. It maps all these different dots on your face. And what it's doing is it's saying, well, 200 people or 100 people in our sales department who we think are top performers answered this way and had these facial expressions. Yeah. And so now the question is, is what type of matching can I do to know whether or not the person who's the candidate is actually matching up with what our team says, right? right? There's a lot more science behind that in terms of what similarity matching is, but these are the basics. Yeah. Problem is, is that, is that for me, is that the training data is weak, right? Right. So, so, okay. So maybe you do this for customer service, right? Yep. And so it's like, well, how many hires do you, if, even if you were a bank and you had bank tellers and you were doing 20,000 hires a year, no one's doing like, oh, we're going to have all 20,000 of, we're going to have all 40,000 of our employees take this. They had like a hundred. Right. Right. So they have a hundred tellers, by the way, probably no vetting on, on, on any kind of demographic, right? It's like they take their top performers. It's not the top performers that fall in line with every single possible demographic combination. So we, we, we capture different facial expressions based on, you know, et cetera. Well, I think the argument is even beyond this, right? So what you're talking about is assessment validation, right? And I, I think that what they're, what they're saying is even, even the idea that you can make some sort of, a, some sort of assessment-related uh, decision based on this technology has not been proven, right? right. So they, they, they can't prove that the people are lying. That's right. right. Or that they're falsifying their statement. There's no proof. Right. So that's the, that's the complaint. Um, my concern is it feels like voodoo and it feels super uncomfortable if I'm a candidate and I know this is happening. So oh, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of this thing. Um, and then, you know, why not just do what... So I just look at this, I think, practically, right? So you've got um, uh, modern hires assessments the the way that they've done it, they know they're go, they've got to go to someplace like this, because you know the big problem with video interviews is nobody wants to sit and watch the video interview. 
<laughs> like you don't want to score the thing. Right. So, no, one, no one actually wants to watch it. They just want the score. They want the score. That's right. So they know they, they need to get, get to this place. So I, I'm almost positive. They haven't told me this is, this is a big deal. They're, so I'm almost positive a big reason they, they merged with um, Montage and Shaker merged was for the data science validation capability. They knew this stuff was coming, right? They, they had the foresight to say, oh, we should have some chops in this area. And so they, like the thing they just announced was actually uh, an ability to, uh, to score your video interview without having to watch it. So what they're doing is they're, <laughs> but they're using AI in a way less creepy way. They are they're uh, transcribing the audio and they're reading what the person said and scoring the text of their response, right? So right. they're just saying, here's what I'm looking for in this response. Did I get that? Well, that seems way more reasonable to me, right? And it's looking for, it, it's super cool when you see the demo, it highlights keywords and, and other things as it goes. Um, so it's pretty slick and, and you, can, you can watch, like you're doing the interview and, and you can watch the system do its thing. Um, I think that's where they were going, but it doesn't have to be creepy, right? You can do it in a way that's not weird. And they've, I think that that's sort of the, the thing that HireVue missed, right? They, they tried to jump, they tried to jump a pretty long way into the future. And I agree, it's not proven, right? You still, so maybe this works, but you do it at, at one company for a certain number of hires. You measure how the people performed after you scored them in this way. And you do a true validation. Yeah, I, I mean, and here's, here's the other problem. The other, the other problem with what's going on is that HireVue hasn't like aligned itself with accepted principles around the use of AI to make assessment. Right. So it's not yeah. like, you know, there's not like these companies that are there are companies, I guess, that are randomly just creating assessment tools using computer vision and artificial intelligence. But believe it or not, there actually are organizations that monitor this stuff and then stay state. These are the things that you're supposed to do and provide and be transparent on. Right. In order to use this type of, of tool. So there's there's the Organization for Economic Corporation and Development, right? And the US is a member, like all the G20 is a member. There's all kinds of rules around, if you're gonna use AI, you have to do things fairly, transparently, protect the, the human. There's like a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. They're not doing any of that. <laughs> so it's like, fail on that right that they didn't kind of lock in with like what other like what countries have locked in with right then there's another set called the ugai right same concept and this is kind of the same sort of thing where a bunch of countries got together and said hey we got to make sure we do the right thing and in both cases there's all kinds of rules about transparency error all these other things, none of that's inside what HireVue has done. And so I I can't, I think that the complaint holds up because there's standards. Right. And it's not, it's not like, Oh, well, they're a startup, you know, they can't, 
they can't do what they need to do or anything like that. No, they're a $93 million in funding out to round E startup. Like they were, they have done just fine and they could have spent some of their money in this way and they chose not to. They chose to, to pick this thing that was a little different. Um, you know, it's, it's not on my recommendation list for sure. I mean, I think you and I are, are in alignment here. Um, I'm super surprised that it took this long for somebody to, to raise their hand and say, I'm not sure I, I like can't that. believe, I can't believe it took this long. I called this years ago. I said, this is dead on arrival. Yeah. I said, as soon as this hits the EU, this is dead on arrival. I can't believe it took this long. Yeah. I, well, my, my, my response when they showed it, I literally said when they showed it to me, this was, you know, this was back in the day where, uh, how have you had the big party at, uh, at HR tech and, uh, and I wanted to go see third eye blind and I still told them that it sounded like voodoo. <laughs> you know, I mean, so let's, so here's the thing, if you know, so, so what, if you were going to create something like this, right, let's assume that you do all the right things in terms of transparency, reporting your errors, right. And, and, you know, the amount of training data that you would need to protect your interests as the employer Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you'd have to do things that would, just to make it statistically viable, you'd have to do something like if you had 65,000 bank tellers in your business, you'd have to like do the training of something like 6,000 or 12,000 of them. And then- I'm mean, sure there's some way that this is, there's some trick, right? I'm not an expert in uh, assessment validation, but there is a model through which people do this, right? Right. Surely, I mean, the, the bottom line is it doesn't feel like this is a truly validated assessment. And people were using it as, as such, right? It's not like this is Pymetrics, a truly validated assessment. That's the real deal, man. You can make right. your assessment a video game. Sure. Go validate it. That works. Well, right. And, and, and that's the other thing. So they didn't align with... Forget the fact that they skipped over two two organizations that actually align with how to validate artificial intelligence use for human assessment. Forget the fact they didn't do those things. They they could have they could have just easily like gone to like four universities, right, and bought research, and then yeah. done. Can you do a validation study of this data, right? And like, there's, so where's that? That's a pretty normal thing to do is to use an independent academic research institute to validate assessments. That's why assessments are so expensive, right? When you go, when you go to pay uh, one of the DDIs of the world to come out, one of the, uh, like, if you go reach out to Shaker, um, there, it's pricey, man. It, 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 or I guess modern hire now. It uh, because they do these super deep validations, but the whole reason is they need to prove that this is a legit decision-making criteria. I mean, there are companies, if you think about it, uh, there are companies that really shouldn't have interviews, right? So if you're Walmart, you probably shouldn't have an interview, right? There, there are some basic criteria you can ask about. Right. You can run some basic assessments, but otherwise you've got you know, hundreds of applicants per every job that you have open. Right. And interview, all interview can do is in, in, uh, insert risk into your process. 
if you run run all those hires through validated assessments, then it cleans up the whole process, and you know it, you can fully automate that thing. So well, I, I think, think yeah, exactly. So when you're looking at like large scale retail or high volume, people say we have to figure out you know the interviews and how to cut down costs. I'm like, just get rid of the interview. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, what do you mean get rid of it? I'm like. I'm like, you got 130% turnover in the in the business anyway. So what, you know, why are you interviewing, right, to begin with? All that does is burn time. You might so as well John, not interview. John Sumster gave me a gave me a stat, and I and I uh, never got exactly where where he pulled it from. I need to go back to him, but he said that 50% of hiring managers at uh, at six months regret their hiring decision. Well, so what that tells me, if that's true, then interviews are about as useful as a coin toss. About yeah, half the time, true. they're good. At the time, they're bad. Just don't do them. You know, it, it is. Um, well, you know, I mean, you know, this 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 will continue uh, to churn and burn for the guys that hire you. This won't be done. I think this won't be the first. Um, you imagine I think being a hire view sales guy right now. Like, do you have to go in and sell stuff just praying that people can't read the internet? Oh, but by the way, the timing on this, this happening in the month of November when renewals when renewals are in contract. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awful, awful for these guys. But, you know, I, you know, like, you know, I mean, ultimately, I think that if they've got to do some validation, they've got to, they've got to recover from this. Um, we'll see what they you know, come up with, but I think they got a long haul in front of them. On the flip side, the number two player, what do you bet there? They've got a Rolodex of hard. You uh, oh, sure. We can integrate with all, because it's like, oh yes, you, you have Taleo, Workday, Smart Recruiters. Oh, we integrate with them too. Oh, and by the way, nobody goes to jail if you use our, our stuff. What about your current one? <laughs> it's funny how that is. Yeah, well, right, not so that anyone's going to jail for using HireVue. I don't want that to be out there. That's not a thing. The FTC just might get grumpy with them. Yeah, the FTC's got a complaint in front of them. We'll see where it goes. Um, one one note about this. So I've got a customer that uses, you know, polygraphs to do their hiring, really? right? So this is, okay. oh, yeah, well, this is part of the government work that I do. And so the last step is polygraph. And the failure rate, is is something like 40 percent right wow so i mean and part of it is because you tell people these are the questions we're going to ask and some of them are drug related and so what what happens is is you can't have any exposure or use of marijuana and that usually catches people in a lie 40 percent of the people what 40 percent apparently (laughs) right but but you know in this particular case we're talking about an agency that's part of the drug trafficking enforcement, right? Are they so, allowed to say they didn't inhale, though? <laughs> I mean, it worked for the president, so can it work for these guys? Yeah. So here's an interesting technology that I looked at. Rather than using the polys, which, by the way, are $7,000 each. Really? That's how much it costs. Wow. Okay. By the way, they're like hiring polygraph experts and scientists like crazy to offset that cost. I but think. to externalize it is seven thousand. They came up with a technology that, rather than hooking up to the poly, 
you, it's a retinal scan. And you put on these goggles and then you answer the questions and it comes back with the same failure rate as the polygraph, hmm. right? That didn't get passed, right? Oh. So that wasn't accepted. So I look at that and I look at the statistical validation of what's happening there, which is for law enforcement. So I yeah. look at what's going on with higher view and their validation. I'm like, they don't have a prayer. <laughs> well, we'll see, man. We'll see. I, you know, it, it may be that they can course correct in some way. I don't know. Yeah. I pick, here's the thing. Even if they, there's a ton of people that don't use that particular product that still use higher view. Oh yeah, there, yeah. I, I would say I, I bet you it's. I, I wonder if it's actually the. I bet you it's probably the majority of their customer base doesn't use this part of the product. Yeah, well, I only know of a few case studies where they, where people did, um, but I I can't imagine. Well, the, the, what really hurts them is this was their big differentiation strategy, so they lose right. that, um, and it, that's a that's a problem. And so you know it gives gives uh i keep wanting to say montage gives modern hire a a nice window to do something different well and i think it gives a lot of these other organizations the opportunity to do some you know do a little do a little poaching you know anytime anytime one of the vendors in in our space you know get get hit in the face and you get a black guy there's a little bit of exposure right yep so all right let's uh let's wrap it up are you going to be anywhere between now and the end of the year or where where are you going to be at I, I, I'm going to an Aggie game this weekend. <laughs> I am, I am, uh, I'm done. I'm done for the year. Yeah, I, I am done too. My next conference is uh, at the Social Recruiting Strategies Conference during Talent Week in San Francisco. That's the last week of of January, so that's my next thing. And uh, hope to see you guys there. All right, all right. See you, man. So, on behalf of Recruiting Technology, I'm Andrew Godomsky, and that is Jason Roberts. Signing off. Take care, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook or reach out to us directly through our website at www.recruiting.technology.